0: (laughs) let's clap for jesus i don't want to clap for jesus what's he ever done for me fuck that guy fuck
1: okay well we seem to have a non-christian in the house hello welcome to episode 151 my name is dan and i learned an interesting fact today that will smith when he was younger his grandmother told him that you shouldn't swear because swearing makes doesn't make you cool and from that moment on will smith never swore in his rap songs that is a true story i am dan and i don't swear Uh, didn't he swear at chris rock yeah he swears in a lot of his roles
0: just not in his raps.
1: Not in his raps, but when he when what he grew up. What about in his sandwiches? That was terrible. Well, he's like the boy that never grew up. He, like when he when he hit his thirties and forties, that's when he became an adult, and then he started slapping people. I don't that, know what AG is now. I think he's fifty something. He's like Peter Pan. Yeah, he just he just was a bit late to the party, you know. Yeah, that's all. Just a bit like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Dan, and join me. There's Penny. Hello. And Nando. Hello. We all
0: swear all the time.
1: I fucking don't. No, we we'll do fucking do it. On occasion. Just to I keep, want, you know, the adults happy.
0: I wonder if listeners. we could do a whole episode without swearing. I don't think we could.
1: Uh, I oh, can. God, that's a great idea. <laughs> no, I can do it.
0: <laughs> no. Because then we'd all pick something could as lot? well to try and make somebody
1: swear.
2: Yeah, I struggle to tone it down in the office.
1: Should we do that next week? and if you swear you put a pound to charity every time you swear i don't have that amount of money <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. i mean it's i managed to so switch strange. when i became a teaching assistant so i could probably but i might say stupid things like gosh which is just cringy and i hate it
1: well i don't i don't think it's our swearing that's the problem i think it, it would be just the things we say might be slightly inappropriate yeah Maybe like is there any be... point
0: not swearing if you're talking about like jeers and stuff
1: yeah the context of most of the stuff we're talking about is like today i watched murder and (laughs) things like that i'd be offended but but, spoilers (laughs) you well today we
0: watch things about murder
1: yes her favorite topic murder yes today we'll be watching oh today we're talking about our family hat which is natural born killers yes Which I watched a long time ago, and I hope I remember. But thank goodness for a good detailed Wikipedia. Man, it's going to be a long one. one. Does have yeah? Yeah.
0: It's a lot going on. Yeah,
1: there's a lot. Yeah, and I never seen it before, and I was like, ah, pleasantly surprised. There's a lot going on in this film. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But first, uh, what are you watching? I'm going to start because I have some breaking news. Because at the weekend,
0: oh, did you do it?
1: I had the choice to see oh, two hit films, oh. and I only saw one of the hit films. <laughs> but I am going to see the other hit film this weekend. So, There's hang on. a lot going on.
0: It depends. It depends if his other half was with him or not. To which one he saw first. I reckon.
1: Well, let's just say my eardrums are absolutely melted. Oh, okay. Uh, Pun intended. Right now, and yes, of course. I saw Barbie, and... <laughs> Did you actually? I was just... Yeah, I've seen oh, Barbie. Oh, okay. Hmm. I have not seen Offenheimer yet, and uh, but I will be seeing it this weekend. Uh, I saw the smash hit, Barbie, which has caused... Way more controversy than I ever thought a Barbie film could, <laughs> could cause, and I have a little story of what happened, something that happened in my cinema as I was watching oh my God, it. I love it. But I I will get into it. It's just a little thing, not a big thing, but it is. It says a lot. Barbie, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, mostly. There are other people in this, but they're the main ones. As Barbie and Ken, mm. and is a story about how Barbie suddenly wakes up one day and realizes hey what's going on in the real world and are we all gonna die one day or what's sort of questioning life as we all get one these days you know you just sort of have existential crisis and basically barbie has one of those and it's taken her a while i'm really jealous it has a little bit (laughs) um and then hilarity hilarity
0: hilarity i like hilarity
1: Helocity, that's another new one to add on the fucking Dan, the fucking dictionary
0: Sequated velocity. Uh, it's a pound
2: to charity It's a pound to charity, please
0: What, made up it's- words?
2: No, Dan said the F word
0: Oh, I'm not doing that Oh
1: no He said I've
0: got, I've got one, I literally, I've got one pound in front of me and I don't know why it's here and that's, that's it
1: Okay, fine um, Money bank Sure Barbie, it's, uh it was a whole lot of fun. I enjoyed uh, it immensely. Mm-hmm. Had some sing alongs had some dancing. Uh, had Did you some... wear pink? Did you wear your pink jacket? I didn't, but I, I basically mm. d- unintentionally dressed up as um, Bobby,
0: you put on a wig and some heels. Well,
1: <laughs> well as a Ken, really. I went I had a like a golf shirt on and a <laughs> 3, qu-
0: three quarter a length hair. shorts.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I that as a compliment. Yeah yeah he, well if I dyed it blonde maybe oh, yeah, I might but go along with it but... yeah three quarter length shorts uh, looked like I was about to do either some crazy golf or, <laughs> or something and yeah just kind of dressed for the occasion perfectly it's a fun film it's fun it's good Newsflash: flash
0: incels don't like it though do they
1: oh no no nope. um, <laughs> so in-cels.
0: we love incels over here
1: while I was watching the film we were kind of close to the front, like mid, mid front, not right at the front, but mid front. And at about the I don't know hour ten moment, uh, I saw two men get up and leave and not come back. Oh! <laughs> uh, and they Keep- did not return because I was wondering, because given the context of the film. And how surprisingly deep fucking Barbie is and makes you think a lot. Hmm. Um, Would anyone get pissy with originally the messes they're trying to say in the film or what they're trying to kind of convey in it? And yes, indeed, uh, two guys who are just like... My first question is like, why are you going to see Barbie if you're just going to fucking walk out of it? Like, or maybe they didn't know really...
0: Was gonna say no but maybe, spoilers, but like, was yeah. there a thing that happened, and then they you were like, and they've gone, "Oh fuck this," <clears> or do you think okay. it was just w- a mixture of things, and they're like, "I'm so over this after an hour, let's go to the pub or whatever." W-
1: without spoiling it, the 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 main thing, and I've seen online, it's mostly Christians. I think <laughs> <laughs> the main thing is that a lot of people believe that Hmm. the barbie film is anti-men
0: oh men don't Um, like seeing them being treated like women are treated all the time and it makes them
1: uncomfortable yeah that's the ironic thing Mm. the entire film is and from what i can what i can see from from what i gather is like i even i even got asked this by my other half, and she was like, did you feel that was anti-men to you? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole purpose of the film is it's showing... If you wait for the like the ending, I think it's a perfect ending. Like It sums up the whole thing entirely, and it mm. kind of shows what it's trying to do. And unfortunately, those guys didn't see it. But it's... So, again, not trying to spoil things. But there are some people who are a bit who are a bit like Ken, right? In the world. And I won't go into too much, but like, Ken, the character, and by the way, Ryan Gosling deserves a fucking Oscar (laughs) for this. For this fucking (laughs) Ken that he does. Um, He's legitimately the funniest thing in the film, and he's just so good. And you can tell he's had like, a really fun time actually playing as Ken and stuff. Ken Ken represents a a certain individual let's just say who has a certain kind of view on the world and let's just say i think a lot of people think that that represents that's what what they think that all men hashtag not all men all men (laughs) represents (laughs) this person but they're not really trying to say that and in fact like towards the end they're just kind of like when they kind of Come to a conclusion with the whole film. They actually kind of very explicitly kind of say that. Not all kens? Um, hashtag not all kens. Not all, hashtag not all kens. But <laughs> it's it's very clever because, yeah, it does a little bit of. It actually does like a lot of like role reversal in the film where it kind of shows like a lot of the things that Barbie kind of, I guess, like has to deal with in the film. It, it's then put on to to the kens or the men's side yeah and then they have a completely different reaction to it than what the barbies would have and obviously all the women are called barbie and all the men are called kens in in the barbie world and stuff um but the way they react to it is more usually as kind of Penn put it there a bit more aggressive and like don't no don't go at me kind of thing and it's just yeah. the way that that their the characters and stuff like that um but yes, and there's also Michael uh, Sarah, 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 Sarah.
0: Sarah. Isn't he Alan? Who
1: Alan, he plays I mean. Alan, which yeah. I looked up was an actual was a- discount uh, discontinued doll. <laughs> they
0: tried to bring him back a couple of they tried to make Alan a thing a couple of times from what I read, but it just didn't yeah. work. <laughs> Poor Alan.
1: So so Alan is just sort of there and and the entire time um he is just a he he plays michael michael plays michael very well and he plays yeah. michael in most things and that's kind of what he's he was good for i mean he suited it and he's quite funny as well but um yeah the the entire thing is is super deep like i was sat there by the end of it and i was just like wow i didn't expect the fucking barbie film to kind of go in this direction <laughs> and it just does um but it's really really interesting there's like a, a lot of really unexpected like, touching moments in it as well. I think the ending is very, like, like a satisfying ending. Some people may not say It's obviously... We've seen everyone online. But I I really, really... As soon as I saw... As soon as I finished it, I knew that... Oh, that's why, like, a lot of people got angry about it. But at the same time, I was like, there's no reason to get angry over this. Like, it's not... (laughs) It's not really pointing the finger. In fact, it explains... Like, why it's trying to put this message across in the first place, especially towards the end and stuff. And if people just kind of sat and listened to it and didn't just take it at face value and go, oh, it hates all men, which is what well, it didn't, um, then they would find like an enjoyable film with actually like a very like well put together like mm-hmm. message and moral behind it, which is good because sometimes you see these films and they're just like, they have a moral but it's very shoehorned in. Hmm. Yeah. And it's like not really fleshed out. This is fucking fleshed out. Like it's really, really deep and really like um, kind of well put together and stuff. Um, yeah, and it's it's funny. It's it's good old fun. I, and I enjoyed it a lot. So Barbie's a hit. I would say. I can't, can't believe you saw theater. the
0: unfunny one, like the the least funny of the two first. I hear Oppenheimer's well, a fucking laugh riot. Uh,
2: oh who, no, wait. No I,
0: I heard it leaves you <laughs> feeling empty. That was it.
2: Hmm. <laughs> I heard it should be called Sloppenheimer because it is very saucy in some scenes.
0: Oh, yeah. Friend of the podcast, Paul, did some research on that mm. in our group chat.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they were a lot more saucier back in the old days. You know, they're a lot less to worry about.
0: <laughs> Who's got time to be horny when you're making a bomb to kill a bajillion people? Mm. I, don't I suppose that's a man thing, isn't it? <laughs> horny all the time.
1: Hashtag not all men. Classic Ken move. Yeah.
2: Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie.
1: Hi Ken. Hi Ken. Hi Ken. Hi Ken. I can. I got us both ice cream. Cool. Hi
2: Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi
1: Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Ken. Hi Barbie.
2: Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie.
1: Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Oh, hi Alan.
0: There are no multiples of Alan. He's just Alan.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm confused
1: about that. I also watched, because we talked about actually last time I think we spoke, and I kind of just sat down and said, I have a free Sunday, I'll watch it. Um, I watched The Flash. And mm. it's <laughs> it's... It feels very... It felt very... <sighs> I don't know. It just felt very unnecessary i don't mm. know it's it's hard to describe it felt very just like i i can see why they delayed this so much obviously because it was well obviously with ezra and all the kind of but, stuff but like it was wasn't it meant to come up during the pandemic or before i can't remember there was something don't like they like only, that,
0: right? don't they only I think need it I, think. I feel like they would have binned it but they need it to get to the next phase right like they have to do this storyline to get james gunn to where he's going
2: yeah they well, need I- the they need the flashpoint event to reset the universe
0: yeah i think otherwise yeah. maybe they would have what are they doing lately tax writing off movies they're not releasing or whatever that weird thing is
1: yeah back go yeah i think they have to pay mark keaton's bill witness this really but um it's um it's it was a bit it, it was just kind of a bit unnecessary <clears throat> I'm gonna Love say that one about a film um <laughs> when they're mm, unnecessary, the, C- the CGI in this film is one of the worst modern-day examples, <laughs> especially from a big-budget film I have ever seen. Throughout the film, it's not just a scene; this is like the entire movie. Um, the CGI is like you know, like early two thousands. I'm I'm not trying to go like Scorpion King route, but oh. like it. Rem- it reminded me <laughs> when I saw Scorpion King and I thought we could do better than this, right? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And I just I just don't understand how the CGI, given the fact there's really cool like moments and scenes and special effects in it, but when it came to like especially CGI and people, oh boy, it looked like a PlayStation 2 game. It's oh. that bad. It's Square so babes. bad.
2: Well I know one of the people oh. they they put in that had like a guest cameo. Uh, they used old footage of them from like a test screening, <laughs> uh, and it looks terrible. But the actual yeah. test screening footage looks better than what's in the film. Huh? Yeah,
1: the because thing. they've
2: they've put the sheen uh, like some sort of shit sheen on it. It just doesn't. It looks like it's been done on like Unreal Engine, and it just doesn't look
1: yeah that good it, it looks very first drafty mm. they had like a concept for the film and stuff and this was like the concept CGI and mm. I legitimately thought oh god there's times as well where they were using CGI when it was unnecessary to use CGI so like there's was, there's was just like one scene in particular I remember where it's just Ezra Miller just like talking <laughs> and it For some reason, (laughs) they decided to use, like, an animated version of him for one 10-second scene. And then in the next scene, it's him.
0: Do you think, what? that's because, like, instead of doing a reshoot, they can't do anything else with him because he's a mess. I think that's it. And they're like, shit, we need this bit.
1: And we we can't get him, so. It's so bad, though, because it's so noticeable. So, you go from like CGI version of him and then real version of him. And I'm like, it's just such a fucking mess. And I was like, no, this doesn't work. And it's, uh. um, yeah, it's, it's just more of a personal story about, it, about Barry Allen. So, it's not really, it doesn't really tell a bigger story. It's more of a personal story. It's Barry
0: um, the Flash. Sorry.
1: Yeah, Barry is the Flash. It's about how he's trying to go back in time to save the killing of his mother. Yeah, and his and the imprisonment of his wrongful imprisonment of his dad at the same time. So he goes back in time, and because he goes back in time, and this is all in the yep. trailer, so don't yep. say spoilers. Messes everything up. Messes everything up to the point where Michael Keaton is now Batman, not Ben Affleck, who Ben Affleck is in this film, but at the very start. But then when he goes back in time, Michael Keaton is oh, is okay. Batman, and Michael Keaton is a very different kind of Batman, but yep. he is still Batman, and but at the same time as well, when he goes back in time, he meets his version of himself. Oh, I never do that. At that particular time, which is a nice little twist because usually like when they do these back in time things is, well, actually Back to the Future kind of did it. Cause it? Cause
0: that's how you but end up right, he-
1: trying to kiss your mom,
0: isn't it? So you got to be careful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So he's kind of being careful about the whole thing. He's like, look, you know, he's trying to hide from him and he's trying to like say, I can't do anything because it could have, you know. Surely if he flex, met him though, he
0: would know that he already met he was gonna.
1: That was the biggest question when I first saw it. I'm like, he would how already are they gonna... know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's got a. I'll tell you what. the The first half of the film is is entertaining. The second half, not so much. Yeah. When it comes to conclusions and the bigger fight scenes, which included more CGI and Again,
0: filler, I would imagine because
1: yeah and and the story's very predictable if you've seen these multiverse or you've seen these go back in time films or butterfly effect films the story's rather predictable and you can probably predict it from the first 30 minutes what's going to happen and you're probably going to be right it just didn't have anything new in it i guess besides really bad cgi and stuff but it's okay anything new bad cgi Well, it's 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 been a while since I've seen some really bad CGI, like really bad CGI, mm. and especially from fucking have a big budget DC film and stuff. But it's it's fine. It felt unnecessary. The end credits, nothing really happens. So, mm, like, wasn't teasing anything much. It's a bit silly towards the end as well. But anyway, um, it's fine. It's I guess. It's,
2: well, I guess they're probably right to reset everything and let James Gunn take over because it sounds like it was a fucking mess.
1: It, mm. It's not fun. They haven't really had any
2: good DC film since, I don't know, Man of Steel, maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I Well, I think, I mean, it, the, the thing I enjoyed the most recently from it, but it's because it was a it was a cut version was the Snyder cut Mm. and I know it's a long thing to to go, but I did kind of enjoy it, but that was, that was based on the fact that I saw the original, we were comparing it to the original. Yes. It's much better than the original, but it's not necessarily, you know, yeah, super good, but it, it is probably best that James Gunn has taken over DC and is now the big, he's dark side. He's officially the big bad villain He's taken over Yeah But he loved Darkseid Especially in Justice Fucking hell He was fucking boss in that game He was pretty good, wasn't he? He He had a good Difficult to beat Difficult to beat He had one kick move And if you just use that kick move You can beat him up Yeah (laughs) And he just kept going I am Darkseid
2: I'll help you get this Superman Then You're on your own
1: you're you are you are you yeah I'm Batman anyway uh, I also watched a small little film that came out in 2021 called we're all going to the world's fair everyone oh, we're all going to the world's on fair on my list we're...
0: and then I heard yeah. things that put me off
1: <laughs> are they spoiler things Can no no but what, basically like, mm-hmm. i just
0: heard it it was very good <laughs> so then it got pushed down the list
1: Oh, uh, okay okay um yeah we're all going to the world's fair is a experimental horror film we Look all love them done? nowadays it's about a girl who like a teenage girl who's uh, basically filming some vlogs on her laptop are you
0: me Yep. did you have like a weird me day <laughs>
1: I did. Uh, Filming some vlogs on her laptop and because she is very immersed in an online role-playing horror game. Oh, that's you. And she basically is documenting her journey throughout this online role-playing horror game. Uh, While she's doing this, weird things are happening uh, happening to her throughout the course of events. And she eventually ends up meeting people who are also doing the same thing. And also finding her videos, and also contacting her, and going like, "I'm a bit worried about you. You seem to be changing in your videos and things." Oh. Um, this it's it's the the way they describe this film is an AMSR Asmar like experience. You love Asmar. I fucking love Asmar. I love to get Asmar every night, and this one in particular is very Asmar-y, oh. as in. It's got very, 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 very quiet moments. Yeah. And not much else. <laughs> oh, no. so it hasn't got like... <laughs> it doesn't have any jump scares, yeah. It's, it's got one of those things where it, it does some things in the film which I think are quite interesting, but I'll get to it in a sec. But the, the thing about it is because it's such a quiet film, whenever the volume gets raised at all, even if it's like just a normal speaking like level it supposedly kind of takes you out of it a bit. Mm. So it actually works to some degree because there is a particular scene in one in the film where it's been quiet, quiet, quiet for like a long period of time. And then suddenly just, it just gets loud really all of a sudden. And it does kind of wake you up a little bit. Mm. But the problem is when I say wake you up, mm. it <laughs> means you kind of, you're sat there going, waiting for something to happen, being a bit bored and then you're suddenly uh, like, I'm awake, I'm awake, yeah. I'm watching it. Oh,
2: yeah, I was yeah. just resting my Movie's eyes. still
1: going. It's going, it's an hour and 90, I'm still going. Uh, sorry, an hour and 30, not an hour and 90. <laughs> it's, it's got some interesting ideas. I would say, though, it is super slow.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but it does have some interesting ideas. The storyline's not great, I would say. I think the storyline could have been a lot creepier. But it only shows about like three or four instances where it, it's actually like disturbing. Mm. Mm. Um, the ending being one as well. But she's sort of like the, the, she kind of just turns. I uh, not try to spoil too much, but she's tr- she sort of just kind of her personality just changes, which is kind of her just getting a bit louder. <laughs> So <laughs> she goes from quiet, very quiet, to just, like, loud. There is one scene in particular that genuinely freaked me out when I saw it, um, but it's only that one scene, and that was yeah. it. And I was like, okay, the rest of this, seems a bit, yeah.
2: So it's not a slow it's, descent into madness. It's like a ah. increase
1: in volume. It's very meditative, meditative kind of descent into madness. Yeah, it's not really just... It's it, I, I thought not. it would be that. It's like but. slowly going mad. Yeah, it's it's just a bit too Asmory, I think. Mm. I think if they kind of raised it a little bit more, um, then it would have more of an effect. But it just seems a bit too Asmory. I Mm. think they're too much of a fan of Asmory that they forgot that this (laughs) is technically a a horror film. (laughs) Yeah, and you kind of need it at times. But I'm not saying like all horror films need to be loud. Just the quiet quiet moments. Yeah, quiet moments work when you have that in contrast to loud moments and unexpected mm. loud moments, which they do try and do and then halfway through the film they sort of forgot like that was a thing <laughs> they did and then they just decided to do as more throughout the entire thing. I was like, okay, fine. Even to the point where there's fucking subtitles cuz oh. it's so quiet. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> it legitimately comes on screen like subtitles and it's cuz it's so so like delicately quiet in the film. Um mm. but yeah, it's 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 very average I would say and I also watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers which yeah, was very fun about. and I know we talked about it yeah I can't believe how fourth wall breaky that fucking film is <laughs> and how much how much they got away with yeah like yeah it's that's a lot of like IPs and a lot of like things they included in there and, I feel like yeah. they haven't um, yeah. done
0: that possibly since something like Roger Rabbit with having all the different yeah. IPs in yeah it's not yeah, really a, a it, thing
1: as much anymore it, it's not just like what chip and Dale under they're under uh uh Brothers, <sighs> the, disney, aren't no disney disney no, 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 chip and Dale disney. Or disney oh disney disney yeah sorry yeah but like there's so many other
0: isn't there like yeah, south park not, or something in it somebody something like that pops up there's in there's a lot it. yeah yeah, yeah
1: there's i don't want to say Dreamworks too much stuff but, yeah. in there
2: as well it's it's really good
1: yes yeah but it's like it's it's very funny i enjoyed enjoyed a lot it's 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 very like if you were to put it into a genre, like I legitimately put it into like a fourth wall breaking genre, yeah, because mm. it's so much of it um, that it like relies on it so much. But it's a good it's a good tale about nostalgia as well. I think yeah. um, so. I enjoyed it a lot. So that's me. The, just with the ASMR
2: stuff, I feel yes. like that'd be difficult to do like on a regular TV because don't you have to have decent headphones for ASMR? Because it's supposed to. No, I listen to it. Am so I supposed to like envelop you? Yeah. Can you it's not get that, that invested in it if it's through tiny TV speakers? It's
1: not the. It's not. It's not to the point where like someone's coming up to the microphone and going like, I don't know if we're picking that up, but, like clacking on you know putting their fingernails on the microphone and just going, "Hello, today we're going to be uh, giving you a haircut." Why don't you sit, sit back? I was
0: and, waiting to see if you'd pick a real scissors. one, but you did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whenever I think of ASMR, I always think of that woman eating gherkins. Ugh, I listen to it. Cucumber.
0: No.
2: Fucking horrible. Sorry, what? That's There gross. was a woman who like, used to, oh, I don't want to say sloppily eat, but she no, used to like eat gross. cucumbers and gherkins and crunchy foods, and it was horrendous. Don't.
0: It's all NPC TikToks now, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
1: but oh, tell us what good. fucking porn you've been watching. I, mean, you know. I know Elon's bought X. He didn't go on X videos this week, but you know, come on woman eating cucumbers. What
2: the fuck? I mean, I don't like cucumbers, so that's no. definitely not for me. It's a kink. Nope, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> Just like nope. Them. I don't like no. cucumbers. I don't even okay, like them in my right. gin.
1: No, me neither. Oh, I thought it was going to be okay. <laughs> 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 never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Carry on. Someone else talk because I thought of something dirty. Stop.
0: I haven't really stopped. For three weeks <laughs> I've not been home I've been at festivals and conventions And things So I didn't watch a film But I did watch some telly While I was working Yesterday and today I watched The Horror of Dolores Roach Which is I think an eight part Series on Amazon Prime Starring A lady I forgot to look up Who was in Orange is the New Black is it Dolores? Well, her, not the actress's name isn't Dolores. Yeah, she was great in Orange Is the New Black. Uh, Justina Machado, Mercado. Uh Dolores lives in New York, and she gets arrested for possession of weed with intent to sell, and then for assaulting a police officer, and she has to spend sixteen years in jail. And when she gets out, things don't really go as planned, and it gets a little bit murdery.
2: It gets murdery. She's it just doesn't. got out of prison.
0: Yeah, but yeah. like accidentally murdery. Oh, I see. How long as well? Sixteen like, years. Yeah, she's been in prison for sixteen years. Seems
1: like ex- how yeah. how salty did she get?
0: <laughs> I think she just yeah, like she didn't. I think it was just like she punched while she was getting arrested or something. It, sixteen years was way too much yeah for mm. the crime yeah it was all right i it is this gonna be spoil so basically she is out of prison, and then there is a West End play about her and what is about to happen. It's obviously about the the events of of her life after prison, and it has been turned into a Broadway show. Dolores turns up at the theater to confront the woman that plays her and tells her her story of the events. And it's a bit, not a descent into madness, but a bit like how she got to that point and how it all spiraled out of control. And it was pretty good. It, it got it got a little silly towards the end. Like, you know, it was one of those films where, well, not films, but like when you get a film and you're like, something happens and then it sets off a chain of events a, a, a bit like butterfly effect I suppose
2: like a blush.
0: <laughs> yeah uh, but they do get a, a, eventually You like really Is, would that happen and and then when I got to the end I was like mm, we maybe could have done this in maybe in a film or maybe in six episodes I, lo-
1: I love how mm. the, the directorial <laughs> Penny gets it's like, maybe we could have done this <laughs> Did you say think- that the um
2: Broadway show is what happens after she comes out? Yeah. So it, then It sounds like Joan is awful. The Black Mirror episode. I
0: didn't watch it, so I don't know.
2: Like does it predict what will happen to her?
0: No, it she she goes so there's a there's a play about what has happened. And she goes back to tell the actress that plays her. She's like, "That's not how it happened at all. This is how it happened."
1: Oh, I see. And then it's all,
0: and then it's all like flashbacks. Well, not flashbacks. It's just her telling the story.
1: It's like when people uh, read the book on something and then they go see the film, and it's like, "No, no, that's not yeah. how it happened. Didn't happen like that." Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, it was it was alright. I I enjoyed it when I started watching it, and I would recommend it. But it, yeah, at the end, I was a bit like, mm, "You're getting a bit silly now," and we could have maybe cut out a couple of episodes, but. If you're looking for something murdery that's kind of fun and lighthearted in a murdery way.
1: That sounds really, <laughs> really about, fun and lighthearted. ironic about the film we're going to talk about later, which is yeah. very <laughs> ironic.
0: <laughs> yeah, and obviously I just watched that in in two days. And, <laughs> and also, so because I needed something to watch because I've run out of podcasts while I was working and I didn't want to watch anything that is too involved because I'm supposed to be doing my job. I hit up my resident, well, my second resident reality TV specialist. That's not Dan. I hit up Jenny Bennett for some recommendations. And she said, try too hot to handle. And I went, I think that's going to really annoy me. (laughs) But uh, I got a little bit addicted to that. Dan, is that one that you have watched? Yeah yeah for those that don't know Mm. too hot for handle too hot for handle too hot to handle too
1: hot for handle
0: too you're Mm. too hot for a handle they put a bunch of apparently attractive people on an island (laughs) Mm. i don't know they're all like oh we're all so hot and i'm like "Mm," they're not like some of them Mm, they're people
1: yeah the majority of them think they're hot kind of yeah and then not enough red flags for you
0: oh no there was plenty oh, of red flags
2: there's loads yeah. <laughs> harry's
0: made of red flags <laughs> um yeah and then they they think they're going on like a dating show or something but actually they're like no uh, it's not a dating show but if you there's a prize pot of two two grand or is it a, uh, two grand two hundred thousand it's a hundred thousand a hundred thousand yeah yeah sorry drag race is two hundred thousand i also finished that and you guys are not allowed to do anything naughty. No no banging, no kissing, mm. um, no self-gratification. And if you do, then you lose money. Uh, and drama ensues and people do it anyway and people do it to fuck other people off. And uh, I got a little bit addicted to that. So I will probably go back and watch some other seasons at some point, but I can't watch too many of it in a row because...
1: How did you, how did you feel about Lana?
0: I don't think there was a Lana. Series one. Oh,
1: it's not. Oh. Series, series oh, okay. one was
0: Harry and... Um, oh,
1: yeah. Okay. No. And what's
0: her okay. name? And I hated her. She was a dick. <clears throat> and then I text Jenny. So- what's her name? I literally just finished it. Oh, but I said to Jenny, I was like, she's terrible. And she was like, yeah, she's on loads of other reality TV and
1: she's terrible. <laughs> hmm. So at, at some point it might be in the in the next season, but they get a virtual host called Lana. Oh no,
0: Lana was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, oh, okay. I was thinking of people. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah. How did I? What did I think of her? Because she was.
1: Oh, Are oh. you friends? Friends with the robot?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not really a robot, is it? It's like a robot, like the Circle. It's just somebody saying stuff yeah, yeah. through through an Alexa.
2: Was it a robot or was it a mirror? Oh fuck off. <laughs>
0: it was a so cone shaped a time. Sh- cone-shaped robot mm. so yeah that is <laughs> and I started Poker Face which I haven't finished yet but I'm enjoying that anybody watch Poker Face with Natasha Leone? no no I love no, Natasha Lyonne it is on Paramount Plus or Sky I believe and she's a bit like I don't know how would it be? modern day Columbo you know Columbo
2: mm, yeah yeah
1: yeah of course
0: yeah why is Dan doing this
1: is he a cowboy, the Columbo, Columbo, the Columbo. Yeah, he, th- he put, he's th- about to th- leave th- the room,
2: puts his finger and goes, All ah, right, just, just one th- more thing, just one, and then more th- turns th- th- around ah. and then breaks the whole case open. Do you know who Columbo is? Pen? I do,
0: but I didn't know him enough to know his mannerisms. <laughs> I've
1: learned that from Peep Show, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Natasha <and it's laughs> Leone has a weird gift of sorts where she basically just knows if somebody's lying to her because she can. It doesn't really get explained, she just can. And <laughs> okay. she she gets herself in trouble, but like every episode is almost it's almost a standalone episode with a very a very small like plot through line. So almost like each episode is like a different Crime. Story yeah, crime that yeah. she ends up Helping out with All mm-hmm. under the guise of she's She's got in trouble When she's running away Which is why she ends up all, In all these different places And I'm thoroughly enjoying it But I would watch Natasha Lyonne In anything Because I love her
2: I R- That's a strong I
0: recommend as well
2: I couldn't get on With Russian Doll I've tried it a couple of times I, just couldn't I liked the through.
0: first series Second series wasn't as good
2: yeah, I think I was in Bits and pieces from both Yeah And was largely Unimpressed
0: with her, with the story, with or just... All of it. Because if you don't like her, then it's no
2: good. I don't mind her. Yeah. Just all of it. I was like, <laughs> this is this is unnecessary for me. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So watch her.
0: Watch Orange is New Black. Watch her in everything.
2: American Pie.
0: Uh, classic.
2: Ta-da. Well, you'll be pleased to know that <laughs> I have not watched that much this week because time... Uh, but I have watched the fair amount of Shaun the Sheep
0: <laughs> It's not bluey now It's Shaun the Sheep
2: I love no, Shaun had, the Sheep We've had a couple of weeks Of Hey Dougie And now we're on Shaun the Sheep And just other stuff That we've already Talked about Like Titans uh, Secret Invasion Finished It was fine And The Bear Series 1 no. Which was
0: oh, I'm so excited To watch Series 2 At the weekend I'm saving it
2: It was It was Mm. It's tricky because I liked it, but I thought it was less um, stressful than Boiling Point, Mm. which was particularly good. I do appreciate that there's probably more bleakness in The Bear, the first series. Um, And I like the the cast. They're all very convincing, but it didn't make me as stressed as Boiling Point. And that is the high bar.
1: Mm.
0: Stand up, Paul, you want something to make you stressed. He wants something to make him cry.
2: I don't think necessarily think I want something to make me stressed. I just at no point felt like they weren't gonna get out of it or or anything. Like it it just Also the end of that first series kind of bugged me because they they found what they were looking for and then I'm like, well, why don't you use that to make things better? But they don't. Hmm. So yeah, the bear. It's it's fine.
0: <laughs> I, I watched it so long ago, I can't really remember, but I really liked it. So I'm excited for the second season.
1: Also, just quickly, our reality shows. I watched the one episode of Rock of Love.
0: Yeah, which Penny. which one? Rock of Love Boss is two. the best one. Um, how did, Why did you only watch one?
1: Because I couldn't take it.
0: No, Dan, it's so good.
1: I no, it's so I good it's it's you know what i couldn't take it's that old editing style from the 2000s oh. where there's a new shot every second where it's like constant e- cut 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 yeah cut, i've cut, been cut, watching cut, old beauty and
0: the geek and it's a bit like that
1: <sighs> close up close up close up cut, cut, cut. it's just i can't my my nerdy editing brain can't <laughs> take it <laughs> and i just couldn't no but oh. yeah thanks for recommending it it's so good <laughs> i be watching it
0: uh, I'd say I, watch Flavour of Love but it's the same style
1: I'm taking I think a reality TV show break I think after like my fucking escapades and a lot of different shit I'm I was, was going to watch 90
0: Day Fiancé but you were out so I couldn't watch it <laughs> and that's the only it's, thing that stopped um, me
2: Is Flavour of Love the one with Flavour Flav?
0: Yes and yes. a girl poops on the stairs it's amazing
2: Yeah that, that's,
1: that's, that's that and he's always wearing <laughs> anyway. his big clock Let's have a look. It's hmm. making a poop on the stairs. Our uh, <laughs> hey. film Out of the Hat this week <laughs> it's, Keep You Guessing Did I Like Her or Not? <laughs> Natural Born Killers. It's Ooh. our film Out of the Hat from 1994. This was Penny's Choice. Yeah. And it's a very penny premise. No, it's not a horror film, everyone. It's about two mass murderers <laughs> mm. <laughs> and the popularity they get. While being mass murderers, although at one point he says
0: mass murderers, but technically uh, they're serial killers.
1: Yeah, they're serial killers, mass lovers is how it's it. Mm. Stars: Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis, yeah. uh, Robert Danny Jr. In a very yes. w- it's the best thing he's ever new done. Experience, yeah, mm.
0: it's the best thing he's ever done.
1: It's yeah. I mean, I can't think of many. Recent, memorable Robert Downey Jr. I think we had this conversation last time, didn't we? I'm going gonna gonna to put it out there.
0: Although everyone says he's great in Oppenheimer. I still reckon
1: this will be better. <laughs> that's true. They did say that. So yeah. I'll find out. And Tom Sizemore, who plays Jack the Weirdo.
0: Skegnetti. Yeah. And um, Tommy Lee Jones it as well.
1: Who I thought said Spaghetti. It's Jack Spaghetti, but Jack obviously spaghetti. that's me. Jack Spaghetti. R.I.P. Tom. This was written by Quentin Tarantino. And a couple of other writers. He fucking
0: hates this film. Does he? Yes, I Googled it because it was directed by Oliver Stone. Because as we know, I prefer Tarantino movies that he doesn't direct. Uh, Uh, Apparently he hates this movie.
1: So just before we get into it, before I make my comments, he hates the way he's directed?
0: I guess so. Because he wrote True Romance and it was directed by Ridley Scott.
1: Mm.
0: No, the other one. Yeah.
1: Um, Um, It was...
0: Tony Scott. Did Tony Scott? Yeah. So, yes. and I prefer yeah. that. So, yeah, I prefer Tarantino movies that he hasn't directed.
2: <laughs> Oliver Oliver Stone rewrote the script, keeping the dialogue but changing the focus of the film from Wayne from Wayne Gale to Mickey and Mallory,
0: which I think was smart. As much as I love Wayne. Oh Gale, yeah. Which
1: yeah, is definitely yeah, a smart. yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Shall we? Mickey Knox and his wife Mallory. Go to a roadside cafe in the New Mexico desert, and they appear to be normal customers. uh I—I I tell you what, I miss those fucking red glasses that we all used to have back in the nineties. <laughs> Speak oh, I never had them.
0: Uh, Yeah, no, I did not have
1: those Man, there's—bring uh, them. We need to bring them back.
0: Didn't they? Did you they used to have the hologram ones that had like a skull in them or something that you'd get on holiday? Yeah, you right? get reflection.
1: <laughs> God, I just had fake oak, please.
0: Oh, he's so fancy.
1: Um, oh, we need to bring him back. Mickey's eating a key lime pie. Key lime pie. I can't do. I can't do Woody Harrelson's voice in this. No. No, I'm not going to try. He's eating a key lime pie, and Mallory's dancing to rock and roll on the jukebox. And a group of rednecks arrive, and one of them begins dancing and flirting with Mallory. She encourages him for a moment, then attacks him without provocation by smashing his beer bottle with with the bottle he drinks from. A fistfight ensues with Mallory beating the man. When the redneck's friend intervenes, Mickey cuts off one of the cowboy's fingers and stabs him with a large Bowie-style knife. Mickey and Mallory then begin killing the uh, dinner's Patreons, uh, it in a morbid game of eeny meeny miny Moe <laughs> to decide who lives and who dies among the two last customers after did executing d- their fight.
0: Sorry. So did you notice she cheated? She cheated. She cheated. Did she cheat? So, yeah, she did. So yeah. she thinks that the waitress the waitress was um flirting with mickey a bit and so so when she does eeny meeny miny moe right at the end she does two on the man and then goes why it's not Ah. because she has some extra bits and she does it so that they kill the the waitress
1: ah clever after executing their final victim uh, Mabel, the waitress. The couple yep. make sure the only survivor, a cook, remembers their names and promises to tell the authorities who committed the massacre before they embrace and declare their undying love for each other. Some interesting uh, opening. It seems like we have delved into something that's already taken place and is well in into it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's already there's a clever some- way of. I was just (laughs) going to say, they've already started showing. So there's some, some of the opening scene is in black and white. Some of it is in color. There's some nice slow-mo shots on the weapons and things like that. There's a lot of style.
1: This film, uh, I'm so shocked this film came out in 994. Mm. This is so ahead of its time in terms of style. And it's just Mad. The amount of <laughs> fucking so much the Dutch on. angles and everything, and then yeah, that switch to black and white, and then it's kind of like analog at one point, and mm-hmm. then it's from like a different perspective, but it's like done with a close-up shot that the camera's not there. There's a lot of like, like
0: um not steady cam. What's the opposite of a steady cam? An unsteady cam. <laughs> like there's a, well, in well, places there's a lot of movement, like following them rather than yeah. Like, it's kind of shots. like a.
1: a a swishy Dutch angly type that they're trying to go yeah. for, like it's constantly on an angle, but it's like moving around the place, getting close up to them. Sometimes like one shot, even a lot, a yeah. lot of times for a little bit. And there's bit like of it. a lot
0: of weird, like you know, in um, Fight Club where he says he he puts in frames of dicks. He like yes. splices in. There's a lot of like maybe not one frame, but one or two frames of. Do you know? What it reminded me of. It kind of reminded me of like a fanzine like that someone made like lots of kind of cut out things put together like for yeah. like an old kind of fanzine that sort of kind of newspaper but like just random stuff all cut out and put together
1: yeah like. it's all very much held together <laughs> it works though it, yeah. it does work it it it's very close to becoming like too much but it, it it isn't but i mean the film is there's a lot in this film but yeah yeah it's uh it's it's stylistic choices, the first thing is definitely noticeable. That's like, whoa, this has a lot. Um, and it doesn't stop because Mickey and Mallory are in The Desert Night and Mallory is reminiscing about when they first met. <laughs> a flashback shows Mickey as a butcher's, deli- a butcher's delivery man, which is an interesting scene because it's made to look like a sitcom oh, man, with an audience so laughing. But it's also incredibly dark because uh, her dad... A bit sick, oh,
0: Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield as well. Such an odd-looking dude with his big buggy eyes.
1: His—I I remember more about his voice rather than his face. Like I always yeah. recognize his voice every single time, yeah. but like his face is not really recognized. But um, yeah, it's sort of like telling the story of Mallory's past, with her family, but done in a sitcom style. But also keeping this very dark, twisted yeah, story so there's together. Like
0: canned laughter, which is really yeah. The unsettling. juxtaposition, it's yeah, it's really unsettling when he's like basically go and fucking have a shower and get all clean and for me and it's gross. Yeah. And then there's like in the background, you're like, this is horrible. <laughs> it's
1: it so still well keeps done. that kind of like it's sort of like when it when it goes into those dark moments, it goes to black and white, and then it goes into like full color when it's sort yeah. of trying to be the sitcom again, and then it goes back and forth in between them. Yeah. yeah. She also has uh, her mother, who's kind of. Ignoring the situation and her younger brother Kevin, uh, the flashback is portrayed as a 1950s type sitcom. We can laugh to track the audience laughing. the The audience laughing hardest when Mallory is subject to lewd comments and hints of molestation by her father. Basically, uh, Mickey comes in sort of. Because I'm
0: trying to work out Caesar the, the timeline. Because <laughs> I've never thought of it before. So in in this scene, she's got braces.
1: So she's, she a, does. She's a
0: child, yeah. but then they, yeah. they obviously he, like they run away well, you together. Don't, you
1: don't necessarily have to have braces when you're a child. I've seen like people. In the no, but she's still
0: living so. at home and I don't know how I might have to look it up. But then I was also like, she seemed older in, you know, after that bit, they obviously ran away together and she seemed older later on, but then they're, Ah, oh, you know why? Because he he ends up in he goes to prison after this bit, doesn't he? And then she's older after that because then the the spree is yeah. like three weeks.
1: Mickey instantly falls in love with Mallory. They leave together. Uh, Mickey's stealing Mallory's father's car and Mickey's arrested and imprisoned for grand theft auto. Well, no, uh, but he's su-
0: oh no, sorry, F- sharp. Ignore me. Cut that out. Yeah,
1: sharp no but he subsequently escapes a horse work farm during a tornado (laughs) and returns to mallory's house does she give him a hand job while he's in jail i couldn't really tell she does okay
0: yeah she goes to she doesn't she doesn't finish though but again she she's still quite young looking and i think she still has the braces in this bit as well she visits him in Uh, jail
1: the two then kill her father by beating him with a jack handle, again, still can laughter in there and all that stuff is happening, uh, and drown him in a fish tank, and then burn their, her mother alive in bed. Mm. Uh, they, spare, they spare her 10-year-old brother, uh, Mallory telling him that he's free, You're and free, they leave to rapturous applause from the audience. And we get the backstory sorted out for her, at least, and stuff like that. Mickey and Mallory then get married on a side of a bridge, exchanging a snake wedding bands, cussing their palms like in fucking Blood Brothers or something, <laughs> and mixing their blood, which drips down to the river below. It's
0: so romantic. It's
1: kind of sweet. I didn't really feel for them at this moment. <laughs> and feeling for them at any moment in this film is a hard one, but it does actually get to you towards the end, but we'll get I there. I love
0: them and I, Yeah.
1: Uh, they drive uh, to a motel for the night after watching television. They begin to have sex until Mickey is distracted by a female hostage who's just in the corner. Furious with Mickey's notion that they're going to have a threesome, Marley drives to a nearby gas station where she flirts with the mechanic. She does more than flirt; She tries to have sex with him, but...
0: Mm, have we missed a piece? What? I've got a bit about Wayne Gale first before this bit happens.
1: Um, we'll go on.
0: Just Obviously, Wayne Gale turns up and you're introduced to him, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He is an Australian crime TV show host. He's very, very kind of 80s, early 90s, and he does a very sensationalized murder show. And Mm. they show bits of it talking about... So they've done an episode of, of Mickey and Mallory about the time they shoot a cop at a donut shop, which... Made me laugh. Not laugh, but, you know, cops love donuts. And then there's another scene, a bit of, We're, just like the popularity of them. That's before she goes off with the guy, when she gets mad and leaves with the threesome.
1: Mm. So, yeah. So she has sex on the hood of the car with this guy. Uh, and, well, she's about to have sex. Uh, and Mallory's angered by his overaggression, oral sex, and shoots him to death. Back in the well, motel.
0: Also, he says that he he's like... You're Mallory Knox. I'm like, don't tell a wanted because obviously the timeline of this is all over the shop. Yeah, they've been on telly. People know who they are, and he's gone. Oh my God, you're Mallory Knox. I'm like, don't tell a murderer (laughs) that you know who they are because, of course, now she has to shoot you.
1: Yeah, but it's a slab, really.
2: If you're gonna, you know, yeah, we could have kept it quiet and talked about it to his mates afterwards.
0: Yeah. And now he's dead.
1: I slept with a fucking murderer. <laughs> I mean, i brag. You know, you'd claim She's quite it. A
0: hot. Some people fancy Casey Anthony and would brag if they slept with her and she's a murderer.
2: Yeah. Allegedly. The Eileen Buenos, Hello. Oh,
0: no. Oh. <laughs> I can say that. She's Let's dead. Let's not
1: talk about with murderers. Back at the hotel, Mickey rapes <laughs> the hostage. Uh, the pair continue their killing spree, which <laughs> bears similarities to Bonnie and Clyde, and the star weather... Fugate few, uh, few murderers Ultimately Stark claiming
0: 48 Starkweather 48-
1: Stark Shut up Mine was better Star we- Stargate <laughs> 48 victims Stargate. Stark 48 weather. victims Along uh, Route 666 huh, In New Mexico Colorado And Utah Pursuing them Are two characters Who see the murderers As a chance To achieve fame For themselves uh, One of them Is policeman Jack Scagnetti Scagnetti particularly- all right, who seems <laughs> particularly fascinated by Mallory. Skagnetty is all, is already a well-known personality, a published author. Have you read his book? Whose book, Skagnetty <laughs> on Scagnetti, is a bestseller within law enforcement because everyone keeps telling him, hey, I read your book. Uh, Scagnetti has a lifelong exception with mass murderers after w- witnessing his mother being shot and killed by Charles Whitman in Austin, Texas when he was eight. Despite his heroic facade, he is actually a psychopath strangling a prostitute He's a to dirt death bag. in a hotel room after he tries to get too rough with her and scratches her face.
2: He's a real piece of shit.
0: Oh, hang on, We've, that's later on. But yeah, go. <laughs> Sorry, I, I wasn't sure about the Wikipedia, so I wrote my own one. So keep. Yeah, us I bet it
1: on has as long. You wrote it's your it. own one. Well, I wrote oh, the no- I don't need. Sake. I don't need
0: notes because I've seen it a million times. But I wrote the stuff that happened in order. I
1: don't need notes. I have my own Wikipedia.
0: Yeah. My mom was like, do you know all the words? You don't need notes. I was like, I don't know all the words.
1: The second follower of the killers is someone who's already been mentioned, Wayne Gale, an Australian host of the show called American Maniacs, who profiles mass murderers. Various clips of Mickey and Mallory are shown with Gale acting outraged on screen. He's Australian accent or whatever he's trying to put on, right? Yeah, Australian. Yeah not bad i don't know no It's it, i it's all right but i don't know if i buy it it seems a bit too um what's the word it's like when someone tried to do british accent if they're american you know all right governor <laughs> it's a bit too i don't know a little yeah. bit not a lot uh, but little, good to a little that. bit.
2: But i think it's like like there are definitely i've definitely heard real aussie sound like that
1: yeah yeah i guess so. Um, So yeah, he details various crimes, uh, although off-air he clearly regards them as a fantastic way of increasing his show's ratings. Uh, It is Gail, who's primarily responsible for elevating Mickey and Mallory to hero status with his show featuring interviews with people Mm. around the world expressing their admiration for killers. Again, very ahead of its time, not just like how they filmed this, but also like the content. Mm. I mean, was this... When was this? Ninety-four. So this yeah. was after. I'm trying to think. I'm trying Are we talking think about think murders?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I'm cl- trying. Well, to th- at the at the end, it's not a spoiler, but at the end, they show clips of OJ Simpson and yeah. clips of the Wai-Kai. Menendez. Yeah, Waco and the Menendez brothers and stuff like that, yeah. and they were obviously very famous th- trials and things that happened on TV, Yeah. which wasn't. Well, OJ, I don't know if they did because we don't have stuff like that on TV, but America does. But like OJ, not only the trial, but they, um, following, the on the, was, following yeah, him on yeah. the motorway when he'd done a yeah, runner. The chase and his, was yeah, and Ford Bronco. Yeah, so it was all, and then yeah, the Menendez brothers trial was on TV and stuff as well. So it was all kind of Everything's when a documentary, yeah, when stuff mm. was like you know, having big trials like that were starting to become a thing. And obviously they were coming a li- becoming a little bit more of like celebrities. So you're right. Yeah, it's I just socialist thought-
2: TV, isn't it? It's like big news that everyone wants to watch. Cause it's drama. Yeah. But it's I a real just saw the,
1: the Netflix trailer for the uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard fucking trial as well. So they're dropping a documentary about that. And- <sighs> but there that was one on
2: channel four recently, like in the past few months. So maybe it's the same one. I don't know.
1: I do yeah, feel I mean, like we're, we're getting too much to the point where, like, the only content we have is when something horrible happens, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. or something when, yeah. like, we're all out of ideas. But we'll wait for like a fucking mass murder or something to turn up, and then we've it's got always been like that story. with the news, though.
0: Nobody wants yeah. like you just get those little puff pieces at the end about some old lady who found a dog. Like, that's not the interesting stuff, is it? Sadly,
1: I guess f- fiction is be- is more interesting than nonfiction, right? Because it's a real life thing, and rather than being made up, some people are going to gravitate. Some people, not everyone, will gravitate more towards something that's actually.
0: Oh, you said uh, it the other a way around. Real life so that story. Con- that
1: yeah,
2: do you me. mean non
1: fiction? Oh, fiction's
0: more. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we weren't agreeing with you.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. The Flash is real, right? <laughs>
0: oh God, I hope
2: not. I, I think I agree. Like, nothing is stranger than real non fiction events that have happened, like Eliza Lamb or Columbine or stuff. And that's the stuff that. Yeah. That, gets a lot of coverage because people go well how has this happened and that's why they report about it so much yeah and the oj thing was the same like people watched it because not only was it a car chase on a fucking highway it then turned out to be a celebrity (laughs) that everyone knew
0: that documentary uh, with the guy from with ross from friends in it or whatever and the kardashians that netflix had was actually really good (laughs) about Mm. oj
2: uh, but they were, Nick, they're were classic crime nerds aren't they so they yeah. were like well excited like oh yeah, yeah. they're well good if I was going to be his murderer I'd be Mallory Knox or whatever also there was a very minor reference to Zombieland in this where well, Dwight Gale says do you think those nitwits in Zombieland no Zombieland
0: wasn't out yet he means the TV wow. people watching TV
2: yeah oh, I know but, Penn however but Woody Harrelson is then in Zombieland? Is in my point. Zombieland?
1: Yeah, but yeah. that's
0: he. That's not a reference to Zombieland. Zombieland doesn't exist yet.
1: Yeah, but that's the point. I agree with you. Oh, like I thought you were saying they were
0: making a reference to Zombieland. No. I was like, how? no, no, no. They
2: referenced you. Zombieland as an expression.
0: Gotcha.
1: Mickey and Mallory become lost in the desert. And encountered warm red clouds. A navajo indian i'm gonna watch that oh, I, navajo navajo thank thank is a good one i don't know they've don't also know done words. a bunch of mushrooms
0: at this point Apparently. and then they've gone into why? the desert
1: why well, I, I do the narration of the script or, i don't know how that happened line. i do we not never, know
0: we never discussed it it just happened <laughs>
1: but it's fun this way give it to the guy who can't fucking talk why don't yeah, you i don't know yeah, how it that makes happened. it more fun it makes it more fun. Oh yeah, just that's that's how I feel. Fucking Sean Foyer. Uh he and his pre-adolescent grandson. After the two fall asleep, the Warren <laughs> to expel the demon he perceives in Nikki begins uh chanting beside the fire, invoking... Involving memories in Mickey about his abusive parents, Mickey wakes up in a rage and fatally shoots him uh, before he realizes what he's doing. Yeah. Is the first time Mallory and Mickey feel guilty for a murderer. Well, I guess mostly. Ma- well, Mallory sort of like he helped us. He fed us. Like, yeah, and he didn't
0: mean recovery? to shoot him. He was having a nightmare. No.
1: no, but still, no. He didn't. That's what the court will hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't feel, didn't, didn't mean it. While fleeing from the scene through the desert, uh, they stray into a field of rattlesnakes and a boat bitten. And uh, <coughs> Warren also had a rattlesnake that he had a pet.
2: Hmm. And he was
1: the pet. And uh, I don't like snakes. There's a lot of snake references in this film. There is a lot of snakes, Even though they're, um, they're
2: on one of the rings. The ring. Something. Yeah. Yeah. He was. tells the
0: story, the, the, what did you call him? Navajo what did
1: I call him what did <laughs> I call him <laughs> Which I really fuck enjoy. off <laughs>
0: I like it it's like Jason Sudekis the Indian man told a story about how a woman was uh, she had a pile of firewood and she found like an injured snake and she looked after the snake and nursed it back to health and one day the snake bit her in the face and she's like why'd you bite me and he's like bitch you knew I was a snake
1: yeah. like, all yes, it's,
2: the, it's, a, it's a retelling of the classic uh, frog and the scorpion fable
1: oh yeah Yep. Scorpion King. <laughs>
2: yeah, the frog and the scorpion king.
1: They drive to the a drugstore. The taking store. the
2: scorpion king across a river on his back, and then he gets sliced by the scorpion king. And he says, Why did you do that? And he said, Because I'm the scorpion king, What's bitch.
1: It's a scorpion. And no, I have bad CGI. They drive to a drugstore and find. Uh, I love how the, this looks. Uh, snake anti venom. Yeah, it's very. Uh, What's it's all
0: great, so it's got this huge it's like a huge drug store isn't it It's got this huge sign that says drugstore in bright green like
1: mm.
0: it's quite a sickly green. I miss
1: drug stores like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like proper it's like neon sickly green because obviously they are yeah. dying, but it's also got green lights inside, <laughs> which
1: yeah. You wouldn't. But. They do. A, they do a lot of that kind of mood lighting, like later on in the film as well, where there's like red and shit coming on their faces, and then suddenly goes back to like a normal color. Like it's very yeah. weird. Like a lot of the, I mean, again, style wise, but yeah. um, the pharmacist basically uh, realizes who who. Again, and, sets and he's really obvious along.
0: about it. He literally <laughs> should have turned the. Te- so he's watching. Would telly. You be? No, he literally no, because they need snake venom. I would have turned that TV off. I would have got them the snake venom, and I was going, "You need that. You have that. Off you go. Have a nice day." There's bye. a mass yeah.
1: murderer in front of you.
0: Yeah, but he is really sick, and he needs snake venom. He's, he's like, I'd be like, "Here you go." Yeah. Have that. I would. I would help all him, right. and then I would the run pharmacist. away and hide. The pharmacist
2: <laughs> is super jumpy. He's knocking shit all over. He keeps exactly. looking at the fucking silent alarm button. Like, yeah, because he panic button and then pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. The more you look at it, the more you're going to get caught out.
0: Yeah, and then some Mickey sees like that they're that. on the telly, and he's like, "Oh, look, it's us! Oh, he knows who we are now. Now I have to kill him."
1: Mm. Some people are very jumpy, and some people are very nervous. That's just well, he's a fucking company. idiot. Got him killed.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Mickey does kill him. Police cars pull up. Mallory is captured immediately and subsequently beaten by he also, the, a sadistic, uh, Can I please sorry. finish the sentence before you sorry. jump in? because we're going to be here for a long time go.
2: Pop, pop your go hand on. up so when he gets pop the end of the sentence up. he can pop ask it. a question go on no, finish just, the sentence 1st yeah, to test this theory oh okay
1: <laughs> uh, she's beaten up by uh, sadistic and British, uh police
0: the fact that Tom Sizemore is supposed to be this mega famous policeman and whatever can he really get away with threatening to cut her tits off No. is that a thing policemen can do <laughs>
2: I mean, as a white policeman in America, so probably.
1: And he wrote a book.
0: <laughs> he's just Have like, you, you come book? out or I'm going to cut her tits off. Like,
1: mm. He's a hero. Mm. But he's a hero. No, he killed a prostitute. A gunfight breaks out between Mickey and the others. What the fuck? When Scagnetti arrives, he tells Mickey that unless he surrenders, he'll cut off Mallory's breasts, slashing her a few times with a knife. Well, he kind of did a couple of breasts, but yeah. And Mickey gives up his gun. But he attacks getting a wet knife. Police use tasers on him. And the scene ends with Mickey and Mallory being beaten by a group of vengeful policemen. Whilst Gagnetti excitedly looks on. The story then picks up one year later. The homicidal couple have been imprisoned. A trial is only hinted at in footage provided by Gail. The two have killed several people in prison, including inmates and guards. Mallory herself... Has murdered a psychiatrist.
0: There is a deleted scene from the trial. I watched the I watched the director's cut and all the extra bits. You're like
1: Emron with this. I, <laughs> yeah.
0: love, I haven't watched it in so long. I fucking I've love seen this movie. a deleted what scene. What happens
2: in the trial?
0: <laughs> that's just it. That's it. They did. They did film a trial, and Mickey was representing himself, which I think would be a bold choice.
1: I think he could. Well, these
2: yeah. are, these are. Charismous He's such two. a dude. Also,
0: yeah. well, there was a whole bit. Uh, apparently, they killed, which is obviously not because it's a deleted scene. They kill. Uh, I think they kill a bunch of students, and there's only obviously there's only one left, and it's she's played by Ash- Ashley Judd, mm. and they killed her brother, and he basically gets to interrogate her on the witness stand, which I don't think is a thing you should be allowed to do, and eventually he gets close enough to stab her to death with a pencil. But they decided to cut that out because Oliver Stone said this is kind of the part they're trying to show that Mickey and Mallory have changed and he's trying to make them more likable. So they decided to cut that out.
2: I think that's a smart move. Yeah, I think so.
1: Both are due to be moved to a mental hospital After being declared insane Skegnezi arrives at the prison And encounters Dwight McCluskey The sleazy and abusive warden of the prison Also Tommy Lee Jones Who reminds me of like a He reminded me of Two-Face when he was Two-Faced Yeah, he was really over the top,
0: wasn't he? He,
2: Super I think this
1: is the the best thing he's ever done
0: Yeah, he was bonkers You think?
2: Yeah Two-Face was sort of cartoony, but similar to this, but this is like Two-Face cranked up to 10. Yeah. The,
0: the fact he's got those like little like nose
2: or pliers, pliers yeah.
0: to like he, to stop like they get in a fight in the prison and he puts these little like nose clamps on this guy and like ties them up <laughs> and that's how he stops prisoners is really weird.
1: Mm. Uh, the two devise a plan to murder he's also read Scagnetti's book. Everyone has that mm-hmm. The two devise a plan to murder the two criminals. McCloskey will arrange for Scagnetti to be the driver for Knox's transfer. Alone with the pair, Scagnetti will kill them, claiming they try to escape. Wayne Gale has persuaded Mickey to agree to a live interview to air immediately after Life. Super Bowl.
0: Live, live is the big after the Super Bowl. It's a great interview, but you know, just like I don't think live would be the best idea, Wayne. No, <laughs> as we find out,
1: no live in prison. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mallory's ha- held in solidarity confinement elsewhere in the prison, awaiting a transport to mental uh, mental hospital in preparation for his TV appearance. Mickey shaves his head, works. It's a lot more familiar Woody Harrelson look, yeah. Than his, uh, would you call it a, a mullet? Say no, a mullet I'd call dog. it like she has a uh, mullet
0: in the film in various she stages. Does. Yeah,
2: his is yeah, just. I'd say he's got like a wispy mm. Einstein. He's a like a blonde Einstein.
1: Blonde Einstein.
2: Because he's definitely receding in it, but it's like fucking sticking up at the front <laughs> and the back yes. and the <laughs> fucking sides. He looks like Mister Yeah <laughs>
1: a deep cut. What the fuck? That's the weirdest deep cut you ever done. Oh, that's what I used no, to get told I look like all the time. And he then I doesn't exist head. anymore. Do you know that? They killed no, him off.
2: They killed him off? What, the cereal? Well, he yeah, was probably he's probably quite old. It's like Captain Birdseye. He, he died no, a bear. No,
0: Captain Birdseye's still... still alive. He's a bit of a dilf now. Or a gilf. He's just
2: a new Captain Birdseye. Yeah, but he's he's like...
0: <laughs> What's a filth? A, fish a fisherman. Like <laughs> a fisherman, fisherman. I'd like to...
2: <laughs> Do you think Captain Birdseye is like uh, the 007 of the fishing world it's just a number that gets passed on a name so not like it like, could be um you could, be, yeah, like you could be yeah you could be like gregor jones but then you you train up and then you become the captain Birdsite.
1: maybe they have like but a- you still
0: have to they still have to be like old white men though with beards
2: yeah that is the pretty accurate. Yeah, is like true. not all
0: james bond's look the same yeah i
2: mean yeah. they're all white men to be fair yeah
0: pretty well, much yeah. currently <laughs> yeah
1: during the interview, Mickey gives a speech about how murder provides enlightenment and declares himself a natural-born killer. He said it! He
0: said it. the name of the movie in the movie!
1: Which was a note. His, wor- his <laughs> words inspire the other inmates who are watching the interview on TV in the recreation room. Which also and- isn't a good idea. <laughs> and incite them to riot. When word of the riot reaches McCluskey, he orders the interview to over Gale's violent protest. Mickey's left alone with Gale and a TV crew and several guards. Using a lengthy joke... Does anyone remember what the joke <laughs> was? Yep. Yeah, it was about a kid wanking. Yeah. About a kid wanking. Great joke. Yeah. As a diversion... A mute kid. A mute kid. Mickey overpowers a guard and grabs a shotgun and kills most of the guards and some of Gale's crew, which is a highly, highly James Bondy. he just did in that scene, which is very difficult to do over the scene. Mm.
0: I mean, they, he disarmed he could them. could be the next yeah. James Bond, will They weren't else? really paying attention. Or be
1: the new Captain Birdseye. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But they're mostly laughing half the time. Be really Not creepy. really
0: holding their shotguns, are they, or anything? So
1: no. Mickey takes the survivors hostage, leading them through prison riots, intending to reunite with Mallory. Gail follows, excitedly giving a live television report. <laughs> as having people having beaten and killed the around him.
0: Best time is like literally the best. Think of the ratings. Thing. Yeah, he is Can't having go. the time of his fucking life. He also has a phone call with his wife and his girlfriend at some point, which is. Oh yeah,
1: he says like, mm. he's going to leave you or something, or he'd lie yeah. He own, leaves, he like, leaves yeah. his wife, he's,
0: and then his girlfriend
1: leaves <laughs> so him
2: for Ming. For Ming, and then Ming leaves him. He tells his wife it's just a restaurant. That it's a Chinese like, restaurant. <laughs> he's definitely eating something.
1: Inmates torture and uh, murder prisoners and guards alike in the prison. During uh, the interview and outbreak of the riot, Skegnesi is in Mallory's cell, attempting to seduce her by <laughs> getting her to squeeze his nipples. Oh, and that was kiss him. awkward and weird. Hmm. It was so weird. No comment. <laughs> Mallory plays along for a short time, then and then, no, attacks, Ga- yep. then attacks Scagnetti violently. and Not the nipples, uh, the belly button. Smashing his face against the wall and breaking his nose. The guards and Scagnetti subdue her. Still live on national television, Mickey bursts <laughs> into Mallory's cell and engages in a brief Me- Mexican standoff with Scagnetti. Eventually, uh... I don't know what that word is. <laughs> sound it, sound out. it out. Sound it out. Feigning a concession? What would that word be? Feigning, Let's play what sound? Feign, feigning, feigning is a word,
0: but feign with an
1: F. F E I G N I N. Yeah, feigning. Yeah, you're
0: right. Feigning a confession. Yes! Yeah, feigning a confession. <laughs> no,
1: feigning a concession <laughs> is what I have it. Oh, that's a the bit. I,
0: that's the bit I don't understand. Feigning, you were What's correct. the
1: rest of the sentence? That's it. Full stop. Feigning a concession. Eventually, feigning a concession. I think. Oh, it's like he he
0: pretends he's going to give it. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's pointing. I know where we are now. He's pointing a shotgun <laughs> at Jack. Yeah. He's pointing yeah. A, a shotgun at Jack. Jack is pointing a gun at him, and Jack's like, "I could shoot you. I got you locked." And he's like, uh, "If you do, then fuck you, shoot me." Um, and he's like, and he doesn't. But he's like, "Fine, fine." I'm not gonna uh, and not gonna shoot you. And then Mickey. An easier way of putting
1: it is he he sees Mallory behind him and he goes, "All right, I give up." Yeah, and (laughs) then
0: and then Mallory fucking shanks him in the neck, and then he's like, "There weren't even any bullets in
1: my gun, you prick." Mm. Mallory picks up Skagnet, he's loaded gun and kills him. They continue to escape. They have a wonderful romantic moment of them kissing. They do, uh, and they
0: with wayne and gale like narrating wayne it trying being, to get like, the shots yeah, yeah they're smooching and he's like they're doing a thing that everyone told them they would never do again my,
1: my favorite part of this is scagnetti's like dying in the corner and he's like no don't like shut up let them yeah, shut up, this Jack. moment and then like <laughs> trying to zoom in on them kissing and stuff and he's like uh-huh. i'm trying to get the shot they continue to escape through the right torn prison with two guards as hostages. The remainder of Gail's TV crew are killed. Mm. Gail himself snaps and begins to shoot at the guards, <laughs> claiming to be alive for the first time in his fucking life, while calling his wife and telling oh. her he's been cheating on her with another woman. He's having a fun all day mm. after being rescued by a mysterious prisoner named Owen, Owen
0: who. He's technically in the first scene he's in the diner but he, is he mysterious yeah they walk part like they pans past him sitting at a table but then he disappears like actually fades oh. into we'll come back to that
1: okay the trio of mickey mallory and gail run into warden mccluskey and a heavily armed posse of guards cavanaugh the guard they had taken yeah. hostage is shot to death by mccluskey's men In retaliation, Mallory shoots Gale through his hand, and they retreat, taking cover in a blood-spattered shower room. Hmm. Gale calls his wife and tells her he's leaving her. He calls his mistress to tell her he will see her later before she hangs up on him. McCluskey threatens to storm the shower room. Mickey, in turn, duct-tapes shotguns to the necks of Gale and a guard. Hummelka Threatening to kill both of them live on TV? Uh, the prisoners walk out the front door. McCluskey and the guards are massacred by hordes of inmates who burst into the arena. They tear McCluskey apart, cutting yeah. his head off and displaying it displaying it on a spike. A shot removed from the theatrical showing and seen in the director's cut only.
0: Oh, did we all hmm. watch the director's cut then?
1: I watched I watched whatever was on Prime. I watched... I thought it was not the director's cut, but I did see that scene for the last oh.
2: second. Yeah, I'm not sure I... I'd, did see that scene last i saw he was on the rail trying to oh, go away i from. obviously watched my fancy dvd because I'm, <laughs> I'm a nerd <laughs>
0: <laughs> i did think that when After i put we- it in i was like i wonder if we're all gonna watch the director's cut or am i gonna get told off for bits that you didn't see
1: uh, we'd, we'd never I be. always get told off of bits we didn't see anyway. <laughs> so, what's the point? Yeah. After you escape, Owen is is never seen or mentioned again. Mickey and Mallory steal a van and kill the last guard, escaping to a rural location. They give the final interview to Wayne Gale before, much to his surprise and horror, they tell him <laughs> he also must die. Gale attempts to change her minds, following her appealing to their trademark practice of leaving one witness to tell the tale. Mickey informs him that they are leaving his camera as the witness. Gail accepts his fate, extends his arms as if crucified uh, as they shoot him numerous oh. times mm. while his unattended camera continues to roll. The couple are shown several years later in an RV with Mickey driving and Mallory, who is pregnant watching their two children play and that is Natural Born Killers. Great, now let's cut the B.S. and get real. Why this purity that you feel about killing? Why for sake, why, don't lie to
2: me! I guess, Wayne, you just gotta hold that old shotgun in your hand and it comes clear like it did for me the first time. That's when I realized my one true calling in life. And what's that, Mickey?
1: Shit, man. Penny, this was your Ooh, film. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I also watched the alternate ending before we get to that point. Of course you did.
1: Yep. Of course it did. Of course it did. Um,
0: so basically, <laughs> they leave with Owen. He's like, I want. He's right. like, I help you, but he's like, I want you to take me with me. Wait, take me with you. And then they get away in the van and they're driving away. And Owen's like. But I want to come like I want to come with you and they're like well we're not going to spend forever with you and they start like mocking him and taking the piss out of him and then he's like I'd quite like a go on Mallory and Mickey's like uh Does everyone no everyone just want to have a go
1: on Mallory in this film I mean hell. I do to be fair I love her oh Jesus
0: but yeah and then and then they they she's like oh yeah I'm so interested in you and they're kind of mean to her and then he shoots them both and that's the end Wow. And I read about it, he's kind of supposed to be like, I guess, calmer because they mocked him. But like yeah. Oliver Oliver Stone was saying that people were upset with the ending of them getting away because, you know, we're used to the the bad guys not getting away with it. But with that end scene, like we talked about, they showed clips of the Menendez brothers who did get away with it for a while Um and like OJ Simpson and stuff. But he was like, he wanted to show that one, they kind of changed. And obviously they, I mean, you assume that they're around, they're in that RV with their kids and they're not murdering people. But, you know, so he kind of wanted to show that they did kind of, they did change. And that, you know, like they, you know, cause normally it's all that kind of crime doesn't pay stuff. And a lot of people were like, no, they should have. But I, when I watched that ending, it just didn't feel it didn't feel right. Even like, like it didn't make sense why he was just mad at them because they were mean to him. And then he shot them. It was just like dark. the yeah. last scene he's already shot Mickey. And the last scene is just Mallory, like putting her hands out and going, wait. And then it just goes black with a bang. And I was like, well, I'm glad you changed that because it didn't feel right.
2: And the cast, is down as their guardian angel slash the demon. But yeah.
0: also
2: he is still a criminal. So it wouldn't surprise me if he, broke out with them and then he killed them.
0: Yeah. It just, it felt odd. And I can see why they didn't. Yeah. Cause I think that's why he, that's why he's in that first scene in the diner, but he disappears cause he's kind of like a guardian angel. But then I don't know, he gets, they're mean to him. So he's like, fuck you guys. I don't really. But anyway, I love this movie. There's so much going on. There's so much we didn't talk about like style wise um bits like when they're in hotel rooms and things you they've got big they've got windows behind them but they've got like tv and media playing behind them or like shots of like horses it's never the actual outside world
1: Mm. yeah window into the medium Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and when they're with indian guy There's like the word demon projected onto them and stuff like that. And like, he says, he says to the, his grandson that he's with, you know, they watch too much TV and stuff. So it's, I don't know how much of that was Tarantino, but that does seem a bit like him to be, you know, very much like movies making bad Mm -hmm. guys. Cause I feel like there was like one copycat killer from this maybe, but I think there was a couple,
2: there was was a couple. Yeah
0: yeah so it was kind of kind of meta and like we said with like ahead of its time with like famous <laughs> even though that like they mentioned Bundy and Manson and stuff but like the the celebrity around serial killers and like them showing like going like when they're going to trial and everyone's like cheering them and stuff and Mallory's like this is the best fucking day of my life like she's having a great time and fun with it and stuff yeah, so I saw this when I did film studies when I was 16 and it blew my tiny mind. Uh, I was saying to Andy beforehand, it did feel like, because I haven't watched in ages, it did feel at this point like, oh, we've seen this before. I don't want to say better. I did say better
2: before. More coherently.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a. It is very chaotic, and not even just in mm. the riot and stuff. Just a lot of, like as it's a dad, it feels like a bit like a a fan scene to me. A lot of stuff mm. thrown out of the screen, which I enjoy. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting if somebody tried to make it now. I think it is. It was ahead of its time, and yeah, I st- I still really enjoyed it. But I, it was the first time. That I've watched it again and thought oh yeah I can see why I don't want to say it's people not as good like as it. yeah I was gonna say not as good as I think it is but yeah I can see why people don't like it or don't think it's as good as I do if that makes sense because <laughs> it is it is quite a weird one yeah I think this is the best thing Woody Harrelson's ever done and Obviously, Robert Downey Jr., and I fucking love Juliette Lewis. So, I will always recommend this film to people, and I will give it an eight out of ten.
1: Very good. Do you know Juliet Gone Scientology?
0: Oh, no, did she? Is she out now?
1: No, I think she's still uh, out. Seven
2: out of ten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Andy,
2: you've seen this film, you've seen it recently. Yeah, I saw it yeah. recently, and I wasn't massively into it at the time because I was. Doing other things. Okay. I was building a radiator cover, if you're curious. (laughs) This time I wasn't building a radiator cover, but I was working at the same time. So I sort of watched it in two phases. The first year, or like the first half, and then the one year later section Right. As the second half. I think the one year later half is much better. Hmm. It's more coherent, and you can understand what's going on the problem i have with the first half is that it feels like a student film where they're trying to force a metaphor by having like so many analogies or like imaging in the background to like be like oh yeah it's it's media is the real devil here and i understand that it's all about the way that real life violence and media covers it and our association with things like as an example, Penn and I are fascinated with that sort of shit. Mm. So we are the market audience and I understand that it's about holding up a microscope to that sort of stuff, but it's so difficult to watch because it's just constant flashing and jarring images and just odd soundscapes. Like I like the bits like I Love Mallory with Rodney Dangerfield. Mm. I think that's really interesting. And I like the way that they've made quite a bleak. Oh, you love bleak. Start to Mallory's life in a, quite a, not a fun way, but like a, a an interesting take on it and having it like a classic, like 50s sitcom. And I think the script is good, but I think Oliver Stone has like really overdone the the style of it and how he's trying to make it look so different from everything else it it's just a difficult watch and i think the bits at the prison that last hour is the is the best part because you know what's happening you can see it and there's less like they don't have to lean into like the messaging behind the film because they're already there you know what's like happening I've got no issue with metaphors. I understand <laughs> all the metaphors. It was just the way they were delivered for me. But all the acting was good. I fucking hate Juliet Lewis. But Wah, she was,
0: now we're not friends anymore. I can't. What do you mean you hate Juliet Lewis?
2: I, I just, there's something about her that I really don't like. But I do love Tommy Lee Jones. So, something's roundabouts. Mm. Um, <laughs> I thought some of the soundtrack was interesting.
0: Oh, lots of Leonard Cohen perfect for that
2: yeah it looked when well, it wasn't the f- weird fucking visuals it looked nice so i don't know i feel like this is a film that i should really like but i maybe controversially would rather mm. see a tarantino version of this Oof. where he mm. leans into the script and it's a bit more grounded. It will
0: have so many feet in it though.
1: Oh, stop it. It that. would. It would. The joke's been done a million it would, times. Though. before.
2: No, It would have a lot more feet in it, which is fine. But I think it would be, it would be truer to what he wanted. Like he, he's got no issue with this film, but it's not his film. No, it's just story a by Tarantino, not written by Tarantino. And I think if, if he were to do it himself, I think it'd be a lot subtler.
1: Oh, yeah. Paced well.
2: Well, it wouldn't be paced well. It'd be about seven fucking hours long. But it'd be yeah. subtler <laughs> with, like, the messages between it. Like, you wouldn't necessarily have, like, fucking flashes of, like, courtrooms and O.J. Simpson and shit. Is,
1: well, okay. Is it is it because you think it's just full on all the time and there's no, like, quiet moments and stuff? And you'd rather have that kind of, like... Because I think the only real quiet moment is when they they, they meet the the Warren, uh, in the uh, the Indian. Yeah, and they sort. That's like that's the only time I can remember how I'm having a proper I quiet just, moment. But even then, even then, you're still crazy.
2: getting the like, the the things, quick yeah. shots, and the cuts between the snakes and everything. And like, I think it, yeah. I think it's just too much trying to shove it in your face. You know, I think if it yeah. was a more subtle sort of narration shove it in your face yeah if it was yeah. a more subtle oh, narration man.
0: 16 year old me was not subtle
2: on real life violence and media's coverage
1: of it then I think it would be much more interesting <clears throat> but well, it's not so that makes it interesting because Penny loves it and they're shoving the metaphor in her face so we know why well, <laughs> it maybe works because the yeah, metaphor yeah. has been shoved yeah whereas
2: I don't need it to be like It doesn't. you don't need exactly. to flash the metaphor's tits at me I can. I know they're there
1: <laughs> okay
2: uh, <laughs> so i'm gonna give this i can't Mm -hmm. tell if this is hard like cat likes this she would have given it an eight so i think maybe you've got the wrong one of us on that's why she's my favorite i i'm kind of conflicted because i i do know what i might give it a five Mm -hmm. purely on the strength of the last hour it's getting a five and I would like to see a much cleaner version without Oliver Stone's fucking fancy flashing jizz all over it and just stick to the story and the script.
0: So now I'm like, really I harsh. love the fancy flashing jizz. I love, like, Wayne Gale yeah. dressed as a demon covered in blood screaming at the screen for 0.3 of a second and all that shit.
2: Yeah, but it's just not needed. Like, we, they explain that. Mallory and Mickey explained that he is...
0: I hate that you said it backwards. Sorry, it made me twitch.
2: <laughs> I saw you genuinely shiver. That was great.
0: <laughs> Mallory and Mickey. It sounds wrong.
2: But they they explain that he is the devil for that sort of stuff. So like you don't need to then like flash on screen. It just feels it just was too laboured, too heavy handed, and I, uh, you know, I think Fiverr feels harsh. But that's how I feel about it today. No, so.
0: yeah, it's fine. I appreciate you watching it twice.
1: So I've never seen this film, and heard a lot about it. Mostly from Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I liked it quite a lot. I think, again, I have no idea how this came out in '94. It boggles my mind. <laughs> That's some, and it's more or less like, I feel like it just is way ahead of its time in terms of like a, a very, almost feels like very, and we love using this word today, experimental kind of film in a weird way. Unconventional, let's put it mm-hmm. that way. But it's like a Tarantino film. So, what was this, 94? He would have done pulp already, right? Pulp fiction would have been out.
2: And yeah. um, Reservoir yeah. Dogs was 92, maybe?
1: And people were calling like pulp fiction and Reservoir Dogs like unconventional because just the way they told the story was really weird and stuff. But this is a lot more to the max of a, a blood fest <laughs> <laughs> more than those films ever was. Let's put it that way. Mm. I think stylistically, while I agree with Andy, I do think it does need to have a bit of. Uh, I was kind of hoping that there was going to be that, and I kind of hoped is when they kind of um, reunited with one another. When let's hope I say it right. When Mallory <laughs> and Yep. and come on, you know their names Mickey yeah. or is it's it Mickey or is it Mickey the other and Mallory, way? Usually, nah. it's Mickey and Mallory. Sorry, Mallory and Mickey. Mi- Mallory- when oh. Mickey and Mallory reunite there was something there where I was like, why do I feel for these guys? Yeah. And I'm like, this is not right. But then the film is about kind of connecting with zero, <laughs> <laughs> like how we connect with zero kills out the portrayed and stuff. All that. I think it's kind of ironic as well. Like the message about it is, is, is obviously what it is, but they're also making a film, which is a piece of media <laughs> about, <laughs> yeah. it, about the same thing. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird thing, but I, I guess you need to tell the story in, you need to show it in that way to kind of tell the story. But yeah, I think stylistically wise, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm so amazed. Like it, this was the way it's shot and the way I, I, some people, it's a bit too much for people. I get it. But I do think it adds to the madness of it. I think what they should have done is like tone it down, but like have it cranked up when it's needed. Because it seems like it's needed all the time yeah. and it's not needed all the time. So I, I do kind of halfway agree with Andy oh. in, in that. I wonder if, because
0: technically the sp- the spree is like, th- it's only like three weeks long and they kill like yeah. 52 people. Yeah. So I do wonder if that's supposed to kind of add to the the chaos of like them doing all of that very quickly. I don't know if it works, if that's what they were going for.
1: Well, it's, it's almost like, I mean, it's almost like, it's they're trying to go for that, like that trance, state of mind, isn't it? Mm. Like there's flashes, there's these things you see suddenly and and then you don't and there's things in the windows. It's very trans, drug-induced violence kind of thing, which I guess as well, we know Quinton's kind of done a lot in the past as well, but I think the thing I do like about this film is the way it's shot though. I I think the different cameras and the way the different camera angles work and how they intervene into one another, that whole like having a sitcom in a very dark twisted tale and all that kind of stuff is uncomfortable that's my
0: favourite scene in a movie possibly ever I think it's so well done
1: it's it's uncomfortable but it like it adds to that kind of uncomfortable like the darkness about it like um, and it's yeah it's fucking well over the top in terms of violence but I, I think I don't know if some of it is needed but like it, it's about a fucking story about fucking mass murderers so of course it's gonna have violence in it and I don't know why people are so maybe 1994 wasn't ready for that amount of violence. <laughs> Cause I know a lot of people hated it when it came out and they're like, this is fucking disgusting. Mm. But I think it shows my point. It's like, it's, it, it was well ahead of its time. I think this film and it surprised me. And I think it still hasn't aged badly. Mm. And I think it's very watchable and I think I enjoyed it. And, I I sort of had a, a different feel about the two characters by the end of it, which I guess that's what they were trying to go for, and it did sort of work really well. And but the, that was the only—I mean, I was going to say that's the only two characters that I felt for. I, they're the two main characters. I'm not going to feel for fucking Wayne or anything, but yeah, it did something for me. I think it did something for me. Yeah. I'm going to give it. Um, I'm going to give an eight yeah. out of ten as well. I am happy to be the grumpy prick about it I I,
2: I, I do agree that it is ahead of its time and I don't know there's just (laughs) something about it that just doesn't sit right (laughs) with me and I think it's because the visuals are just marginally too hectic
1: yeah I get it and And he's quite a lazy river of a guy
0: like you're so laid back you could fall over
1: Like,
0: like like he's like the embodiment of a lazy river he just goes with the flow
1: sure I uh, just meander river? around. I
0: mean, have you been to Disney or anything? Lazy Rivers?
1: Sorry, I haven't been 57 times. like God, you have. No, what, I what's have lazy You just sit in
2: a fucking rubber ring and then yeah, it takes and you around the park. it's just a lazy river. Just, it's ah. a really slow sort of chill move. Yeah,
0: that's Andy. But, uh, I mean, that's not
2: to say that I'm not opposed to films. <laughs> You're no. boring. Yeah, that's what it's coming across <laughs> as. No, <laughs> I didn't,
0: don't you, I didn't say that.
2: I've got no issue with these sort of films in principle. It's just how it was delivered was No, if it didn't do
0: anything for you. No, it's you just, can see how 16 year old me saw that and lost her fucking mind.
1: Like, yeah, I can it. understand oh, so yeah. how any yeah.
2: teenager who sees it goes, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Like, it, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's like the 90s equivalent of the Joker and Harley Quinn relationship.
0: Ah, uh, yeah.
2: From yeah. Suicide Squad, where everyone's like, Oh my God, they're the cool, like, look how mm-hmm. in love they are because they're doing these things together. And actually, yep. it's a fucked up relationship that yep. will not work. No. And that's don't. fine but it's just how it was delivered to was me. I, I don't know. Sorry. Right. I'm a cynical prick and it was too fucking excessively flashy.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's a penny for oh <laughs> god. <laughs> so, okay. So in two weeks' time, we're going to be watching...
2: Hi, gang. Just a gentle heads up. We have changed the film from the hat. We are now going to be watching Victor Crowley. That's right, the fourth in the Hatchet series. You could say it's the final in the Hatchet series. I don't think we're that lucky. I don't think it's going to be the last, but we'll see what happens. We'll address why we're changing it next week. But, yes, the hat film is Victor Crowley. Goodbye.
1: You released this weekend? It releases this weekend? Uh, not not much. Nice. I mean, there's a there's an animated film called The Inventor, which has Daisy Ridley in it. It hasn't been in anything for a while, I don't think, since sort of her backlash of Star Wars. Which looks kind of fun. I guess there's another animated film called The Warrior King, which looks kind of fun. Uh, I guess since he's been acquitted of all his charges, Kevin Spacey's mm. got a new film coming out this week uh, called Peter 5 which has Rebecca De Mornay in it. <laughs> okay. Kevin Spacey, Rebecca De Mornay. It's about... Okay, that's that's probably a straight-to-DVD, even though we don't do straight-to-DVDs anymore, but that looks like one. Probably the biggest one coming out this week is a film called Golda, which is... A film about a person called Goldemir, it saws Helmir in it, who was known as the Iron Lady of Israel. And it's apparently based off a true story. Helmirin looks doesn't look like Helmirin in it. She's completely like makeup t- to fuck. She looks way older than she is, and looks interesting. And some that's someone it, told I me think. about
0: the next uh, Barbenheimer. The two, the next two movies that are going to come out and and create a Barbenheimer type thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, oh, I did, I did. Sorry, I did quickly was going to mention this to you. Also, this week there's a film called Slotcer House.
0: Slaughterhouse or?
1: Sloth, house. Oh, Wait, is yeah. it about sloths? Yes, it's about a killer sloth. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's yeah, I called- saw this poster the other day. Its tagline is "Don't rush, and die slow."
0: I'm in. Some someone tell me where I can watch that. I'm in.
1: You can. I. It's coming out on uh, August 30th. Okay. So there you go. Slasher well, house.
0: Apparently, the yeah. uh, the next Barbenheimer is going to be in October. The uh, the newest Saw movie, Saw X, is being released the same weekend as the Paw Patrol movie. So I'm well excited for <laughs> Saw Patrol. <laughs> if anyone wants to Saw
1: Patrol. Yep.
2: That's oh,
1: good.
0: Mm. I can't take credit for that. Someone sent me that. Can't remember who it was. Sorry. But I'll at least go and see Saw. I'm not gonna go see Paw Patrol. I won't know any of I'm the law. But- I've not I've not seen it before I'm not, like, yeah, any of it before, so yeah, I don't know I'm not any of, the, Paw of
1: the, lore. the the law. Apparently the law is quite deep in Paw Patrol.
0: Like no. one's a one's a fireman, right?
1: There's a fireman dog. One's a police yeah. officer. a policeman dog. Oh,
2: yeah, there's a fireman.
1: One's an um, astronaut?
2: I think so. I think there's like an army dude. I, I've, I've, I've got to be honest with you, I prefer PJ Masks.
1: Much better. More, more your thing, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, you know, superheroes. I, my question is, where are the adults at night? Because these kids run around... Sleeping. ...saving the world. And the, the adults are like...
0: Drinking wine. That's what adults do, right? You,
2: you don't see any of them like, strolling down the street with the knobs out. So
0: No, they're all at home. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. With a, yeah, but you don't see any silhouettes at the window of people with their knobs out.
0: <laughs> what if they're sleeping?
1: <laughs> with their knobs out. Also,
0: are you standing in front of your window with your knob out while you're having sex? You're not I like also have
1: a-, a question about that as <laughs> well. Yeah. What, well where, why are you standing up by the window with your knob out? Oh, we've not done the socials. so I can't just stop recording. Penny right. do the socials. We'll, we'll come back to this. Penny come back to socials. No, because then he'll stop recording. No, 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 no. Do socials. We'll come back. We'll end on this. Do okay. Social.
0: You Bye. can find us on Facebook and Instagram at unusual suspects pod and on Twitter at unusual podspect. I'm at penny underscore photopit. He's at Dan talks a lot. He's at Joyce's 21. See you next week. Bye. Right.
2: What are we doing? No, we're not ending. Can-
0: no, that's what I mean. <laughs> well, tell me now. That's why I ended it really quick. Go. Why are you standing by a window with your knob out?
2: Bye, everyone. See you later.
1: Told you, you prick. No, we're not ending. We're I not told ending. you he would do this. <laughs> no. No. Why, why are you standing by the window? What are you know about? Uh, no, I'm just,
2: you know, hyper Are you proud? There's probably proud? people who don't. Me? Are you proud? Yeah. No. Not not currently.
1: <laughs> is is it is it like a... Is it a... Um...
2: Not currently. <laughs>
1: Is it one of those things like a like a voyeurism where you hope that someone's passing by and they see the silhouette of your knob and you're I like think check it out? That would be an
2: exhibitionism thing, but no, L probably. Isn't. Yeah, but so, I'm just saying hypothetically, someone in the PJ Mask universe, yeah. adult wise, must be into that.
0: Should be standing by a window with their knob. Yeah, because
2: there's there's you know people people are weird. People
1: are into all sorts of shit. Not me. Says the guy who. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> I didn't say I was into it. Just, you know, yeah. hypothetically. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's sort of one of those things where you just go like, oh, yeah, I'd never do that.
2: <laughs> just casually brush it under the rug. Yeah, exactly. Like squeezing your nipples. Just
0: brush it under the carpet, mm. or sweep it under the rug. Pick one. You can't have both.
2: What, what did I say?
0: Brush it under the car. I brush it under the rug.
1: I mean, I have a rug and a brush.
0: No, you sweep it. You I don't
1: have a carpet. Gently brush the curtain as you're standing up next to the curtain. What, with your knob. The, with your knob, and then <laughs> hopefully someone sees you, and you're like, "Whoopsie." Mm. That's exactly what happens I'm
0: like four stories up and I worry like sometimes if I get out of bed and go to the fridge because yes I'm fat and that's what happens that someone's going to see me from the Matalan car park but I don't think you can And point (laughs) Squad hits out